do 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 spoken jazz hello i am finus this is reading with finus it is hot today um i'm reading african myths of origin today as well as it being hot the stories from african myths of origin that i'm reading is the futa turo and the origin of the full of full bee follow me at everything's just fine on instagram to see illustrations of mine what am i posting today the kitchen uh you kitchen with the uh, pine saw being being uh, uh heated over the stove to make the room smell nice uh that's what mom used to do but she said she put water in it too to make it you know less chemically but diluted just a bit i don't know uh, but it's all right. You know, hey, here I am. I'm doing fine. Doing great now. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, let's get this started. Right not? Yeah. The Futa Turo. The origin of the Flubi. Flobe. Flu. Flubi. The Flubi doesn't sound as... It just sounds not as good to me, but maybe that's how you pronounce it. Fulaba. Anyways. The Futa and Turo. Let's start. The Futa Turu was known in medieval times as Taruku Terek, and that name offers the best etymology for one of the names of the current inhabitants of the region. The Turkolo, the also called the Hal Pularn, speakers of Pular, are sanitary group of the Fulabi or Fululin, whose language is from a, a form of Fululadi. The region lies among the middle course of the Senegal River and is probably the original home of the Fulbi. See also chapter nine. We've already been past, way past there. Um, from which they disappeared east, dispersed east and south through the territory of Mali to northern Nigeria. The Adamawa region of Cameroon and elsewhere, the Fulabi are widely associated with cattle herding. And this practice may also explain their why uh, this dispersal uh, over the savanna regions of West Africa. Some scholars have claimed a connection between the Fulbi and the markers of the Stone Age rock art in the Sahara that depict cattle herders. The Futa Toro was also one of the several areas in which Fulbi, who had converted to Islam, established theatrical states beginning in the early 18th century. These included the Futa Jalon in Guinea, from which Muslim marched in 1857 to overthrow the, Mandang, the Mandinka kingdom of Kabu in, in the Gambia. See chapter 66, we've seen that chapter. And the Masana in Mali. The most influential was the Emirate of Sakato in northern Nigeria, which extends extended its control over most of the house city-states and trigger a wave of conquest by Muslim century. Al-Hajjah Umar Talad led Tal 
led a movement of conquest from Senegal East into Mali, conquering the Bahamian states of Karat and Sego before he died in an explosion. Wow, an explosion. Uh, just give me a moment. I'm going to look up something really quick. Hold. I'll, I'll be right with you guys. You won't even know I'm gone, actually. It'll just be like seamless. Boom, I'm back. All right. Flub. Flub. That's how you say it. The flub. Um, the importance, we're starting the origin of flub. I mean, I did the little first part. Now we're doing the origin of flub. The importance of this story is the way in which it justifies a new religious vocation for the flub. Distinct from their former association with cattle and no, uh, nomadism, it is a claim by flu, fluda, fluti, speakers of divine sanction for their rise to religious and political eminence and goes back at least to the 18th century. This retelling is based on an oral tradition collected in Mali and published in 1974. We begin. It is said that the prophet Muhammad foresaw that in a, for a future time, a people in the language would arise in West Africa to continue his work. The people would be the last of the created peoples and the language be, would be something new. So he told his followers to pay attention to the land. And in the years following his death, as armies spread across North Africa, carrying his new faith, the leaders of, his arm, of the armies were mindful of his words and sent an Arab named Og Ogba south across the desert. He came to the Greenlands south of the sands, traveling with his slaves. And there he took a wife named Bintu Dorkor. She gave him four sons. A few years after the birth of the fourth son, Og Ogba departed, leaving his slave behind. He told his wife that he had he did not return from if he did not return from his trip to the north, she should take the, his slave as her husband. With the consent of her family, she did so. In the north, Ogba married an Arab woman, and they also had four sons. These sons became the ancestors of the Jat Jatara, also known as the Tor. Torig, the son of Obak and Bintu Dukor, was most unusual. They did not speak as others do. They remained silent. It seemed until the eldest was almost nine years old. Then their mother happened to give them a branch of jujube tree with many ripe berries. The boys began happily plucking and eating them until very few were left. The youngest wanted to take the rest of the berries, but the brothers felt they should get them. They began to argue over the berries using a language that had never been heard before. This is the origin of Faludi. After that, they began to talk normally, but with each other, they continued to use their strange and rich new language. When they grew up, they heard how the prophet had indicated that their land would 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 deserve special attention and they decided to return to their father's land to see what they might gain from the visit they crossed the desert and came to mecca where they where they simple where their simple piety won them attention 
curious about these strangers, the people of Mecca determined to test their faith. They placed four sheep in a house, and then a leader of that of the faith came into an assembly where the four young men were sitting, and asked if there were any present any present ready to meet their maker <laughs> through love of God and his prophet. No one in the crowd said a word. After a space, the eldest of the four sons of Ogba rose and said he would offer himself. They took him into the house and and there they slaughtered one of the sheep so that it cried as they cut his throat and the blood ran under the door into the street. Holding the bloody knife, the leader of the faith came out and asked if anyone else would meet his faith for love of God and his prophet. In the in turn, each of the three sons presented himself. The, this demonstration, this demonstrated convinced the people of Mecca of the truth of the prophecy concerning the people of West Africa. A further confirmation came when they consulted the, the, their papers. They found a list of words that the prophet had made in the new language that he had foreseen, 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 and the words corresponded to the language spoken by the four brothers. So they sent the four men back to their own country with blessings. The brothers settled in Futa Turo and gave rise to the four clans of Fulbe, Fulbe, Diolo, and Dikite, Sidbi, and Sangra, Sangri. And from the Futa Turu, their descendants eventually also populated other regions. The Futa Jalon of Guinea, Wasolu in Menden, and Masana along the middle Nigeria. That was the end of that story. Good story. I like this one better than the first version. One, because, yeah, it was a little longer, which I usually don't like. But this one I did because it was a little bit more explaining to it. And... There wasn't so much jealousy. There was some real strength of faith um, and piety. You know, I do think it's kind of cruel and unusual just to be like slicing up some sheep just for just to make people see it, question their faith. I mean, it, that's the ways to you know test people's faith other than their fear of being uh, murdered or not murdered. I'm sorry, sacrificed or uh, just you know killed or any type of damage done. I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a better way. Um, but thank you. That was my favorite thing was the the brothers' piety and the strong value. And they're like, well, even though someone's dying, I'm still gonna do it. You know, you know, I said there's other ways to taste it. Here I am glorifying and going, that's my favorite thing. So I don't know. Um, well, thank you for listening. That was reading with finest. I'll be here tomorrow to read to you again another story. Um yeah, hey, hey, today's the day. Go go out and, and do things and live the dream. All right. Ba-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-